All right, 49ers fans, thanks for tuning in to the second 49ers Paradise podcast show. We're very glad to have you here. Hope you like the new introduction. It's going to become a staple to the 49ers Paradise podcast show, just something to help you all identify with the show, with the 49ers. Got a little bit of a fade out going at the end of the show. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in and a short message from our sponsor. This 49ers Paradise podcast is brought to you by Hypersolutions.com, H-Y-P-E-R solutions.com diversified consultants for web hosting and other services such as networking as well as computer consulting be sure to check out hypersolutions.com a proud supporter of 49ers paradise a reminder to everyone listening that you can sponsor 49ers paradise podcast it's a great way to advertise your business your website and uh, to support 49ers paradise at the same time so be sure to contact me, Brian, at 49ersparadise.cjb.net, and we'll work out some sort of advertising deal for you. Looking forward to that. So welcome, everyone, to the second 49ers Paradise podcast. really have to come up with a shorter name for that because it's quite a mouthful to say. In any case, quite a lot to talk about this week, obviously, with that uh, slaughtering that happened to us and... Uh, Alex Smith's injury and a few other 49er points here and there, but I want to thank everyone who wrote in with their questions and comments this week, and uh, it seems like the podcast is something you're all enjoying, so I'm obviously happy to keep on providing it for all of you to listen to on a rather regular basis. Going to aim for weekly, as I mentioned, but uh, who knows. So this week's site feature is uh, the 49ers Paradise podcast page. I've now made it possible to stream the podcast to your my yahoo my msn accounts i've also made it available on itunes and there's instructions on how to get uh, past shows next shows listen to it online the whole bit so be sure to check out the 49ers paradise podcast page it's linked to from the main page and from the navigation menu on every single page within 49ers paradise so a couple of email questions that i'm going to respond to i was asked a couple questions this week for the podcast show specifically the first was whether or not we should start alex smith who's injured with a knee injury sprained knee ligaments um he played most of last week's game with the sprained ligaments and well he's obviously the rookie quarterback we've invested a lot of money in him we need to get him up to standards in terms of performing in the NFL, but on the other hand, we also know that we can't afford to lose him long term. So do we start him or do we sit him and uh, start Dorsey or Pickett? Well, first off, if we were to start Smith, I think we'd be playing Dorsey. He's the backup. He is outranking Pickett at the moment, and for whatever reason that is, coaches see it in practice, coaches saw it in preseason. So Dorsey's the number two guy. He would be the guy to start if we weren't starting Smith. Now, starting an injured Smith is a risky proposition, obviously, behind our offensive line. Actually, starting any quarterback behind our offensive line is a risky proposition. If Smith is able to move around without uh, too many complications this week in practice, I fully expect him to start. He's probable. Do I think it's the right move? Probably yes, too. Uh, 
Good quarterbacks have always learned to play through pain. Steve Young played with concussions, broken ribs. Uh, Joe Montana with his back and his shoulder and his uh, his elbow. So it's not um, uncommon to play an injured player at the quarterback position. And I, as long as the player isn't subjecting themselves, one, to the potential for much further injury, or two, if they lose their mobility to the point where they can't escape a pass rush, which is going to obviously severely inhibit their ability to perform, but also it's going to make them more sus- more susceptible to injury in the long run. Well, if that's the case, then I would also sit them. But I anticipate that Smith will be able to move around um, by the time Sunday comes along, and as such, I don't really have a problem with starting him. Now, the offensive line in front of him, I do have a problem with, and I'll get a little bit more into that later. Second question was with regards to Bruce Thornton and where he was this week. People didn't really see his name being called, his number being called. And uh, it's actually a good question. I didn't see much of him either, which leads me to believe he was actually doing an adequate job. Either that or the rest of the 49ers defense, which is stinking up the joints so badly that they didn't even need a throw against our best of the worst cornerback. Um, That brings me, obviously, to Shante Spencer, who gave up on a play this week. Uh, blew the coverage, thought Mike Adams had help over the top, but Adams wasn't there with the help. Spencer was wrong, had the wrong defense in his head, and he just stopped running. And quite frankly, that's worse than anything I saw Jamie Winborn do this season, so I'm wondering what's going on with Spencer. Obviously, Nolan's not going to kick out our only starting cornerback left on this team, but uh, quite frankly, I thought Spencer did a much better job last season than he's done this season. And on top of that, his slowing up, his not finishing, that's really, really a bad thing to happen with your cornerback. So not liking where that is going. So I've already started diving into the game, so I may as well uh, keep on that note. Uh, should be noted that the 49ers gave up more points than they have since 1980. Um, this game against the Redskins, who are not a good team by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Alex Smith was uh, dismal, but that's to be expected. What bothered me most is that he dropped the ball twice just out of his hand. His interceptions have come down, which is nice, and he was able to recover his own f- his own fumble, so he didn't turn over the balls many times, but it's still a major, mar- major area of weakness for Smith. Now, what I did see about Smith is that he's no worse than Tim Rattay. We're not going to win more games with Rattay than we are with Smith, and so I, I continue to applaud Nolan's decision to start Smith and to trade Tim Rattay to the Bucks, who we face this week. Um, one thing I did notice about Smith is, you know, again, he's got the arm, he can stretch the field, he can zip the ball in there, and he's not afraid to. He's confident, and uh, he runs he runs the offense better when there's a little bit of variety, like in the two-minute drill. And there really hasn't been much variety for him this season. So I think it's really, really important that Smith get some variety in the offense. I know it should still be a vanilla offense. I know it's a rookie quarterback. But what we still need to give him some chance to win, some chance to make plays. And that just means to me that there should be some sort of variety on the offense. Uh, he can gut it out, you know. He's a tough quarterback, a tough player with the size to stand in the pocket. So I'm not too worried about his injury. He makes pretty good reads, but sometimes when pressure's in his face, he'll uh, not be able to get the ball to where he needs to get it, and that's when uh, bad things, interceptions can happen. Another thing about Smith is that he's uh, got a little bit of tunnel vision. When he tucks the ball in to run, 
he completely takes his eyes off the field and as such won't be making those last minute throws at the right at the line of scrimmage and it also means that defensive players are keying off on him which is actually how I think he got injured in this game. One thing I really liked about Smith though is that he saw uh, potential for pass interference holding penalty downfield and he launched the ball in that direction uh, just for the get just to pick up the penalty which is a smart move shows that he's definitely caught his eyes on the field. So moving on, we're going to talk a little bit about the running back situation where Kevin Barlow's doing an average job. He's picking up, you know, four yards a carry, which is pretty decent. But what he's not doing is picking up the blitzes on Alex Smith or whoever's behind their center. Kevin Barlow has dropped off big time since his working with uh, Garrison Hurston with Frank Gore's long touchdown run and steady performance this season. I'm really, really waiting to see Gore pick up his performance, get some more playtime, and uh, I'm wondering if Barlow's going to see a diminishing playtime as a result, and if that might ignite him a little bit, or if it maybe Barlow just is better as a change of pace back instead of the featured back, and let Gore be the featured back. I think that might be an interesting thing to do. Uh, Fred Beasley is still the key blocker. He really, really is in that, and I don't know why we would be playing any other fullback at this point. Just doesn't make sense to me. Brandon Lloyd continues to razzle and dazzle defenses. His catch downfield, 40-plus yards, fingertips at his ankles was just phenomenal. That was vintage Brandon Lloyd. And, what, he's only a three- or four-year player? Uh, another thing I notice is that our special teams is probably the strongest component of our team right now. Our punter is possibly our MVP, and Joe Nenny, when he does get a chance to knock a field goal, he's just solid. It's just a shame that by the time the 49ers actually become a good team, Nenny might be long and gone just because of his age, and you know his leg would deteriorate over time. I hope that's not the case. Um, I hate to knock Jeremy Newbury because I think he's such an outstanding player, but he was clearly, clearly teeing off the other team, picking up his head before he snapped the ball. Washington was just taking serious advantage of that. Every time they saw his head go up, they took off off the line, they weren't offside, and they got to our quarterback time and time again. So I'm not really big on bashing Newbury because I think he's a warrior, I think he's an amazing player, but... Something was in his head, and he had to get it out. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting to see Ray Brown out there, 40-plus years old, playing offensive line. What a warrior. I loved him as a 49er. I continue to think he's really quite the player. Uh, Brandon Moore, a linebacker on defense, filling in for Salim Rashid, who was supposed to be filling in for Jeff Ulbrich, who uh, was supposed to be filling in for... I don't even know who. I guess he was a starter, but who knows? I guess Derek Smith moved over and Brandon Moore moved into Derek Smith's spot, something like that. In any case, Moore makes plays every time he's on the field, and so I wasn't surprised to see him making plays out there again on Sunday. He isn't Julian Peterson. He isn't Jamie Winborn. He's not that caliber of a playmaker. Heck, he isn't even Derek Smith this season, but he's definitely a solid backup linebacker, and I think he'll stick around in that position for quite some time. Uh, speaking of linebackers and Derek Smith, he had a quiet game, and I think that had to do with the shift in his position, but uh, he continues to just perform quite well. Uh, what else here? I'm looking at uh, my game notes, and I see that you know Mark Brunell is a guy that I wanted to draft when he was coming out of college. I, at the time, Steve Young concussions, we weren't really sure what direction was going on, what direction he was going in there. And uh, I was always, always a fan of Brunel. 
I still am, and watching him play on Sunday just showed me why. The guy can move, he can gun it, he's got great touch on the ball. He had a bit of an unfortunate situation, if you ask me, going to Jacksonville. No real quarterback training there. I think had he come to San Francisco and he was in a situation with Steve Mariucci, that just would have been an amazing, amazing combination. So, sorry, really, really sorry to see that happen. Um... You know, penalties haven't been a problem for this team that often this season, and they weren't that big a problem this this uh, past game either. But one thing that I did notice is that when we were called for penalties, it was in bad situations. It was situations when the defense could get off the field or when the offense could convert to third down. So we just have to be a little bit more careful on the penalty count. But this team is so much more disciplined, so much more... Uh, ready to play on a week-to-week basis than it has been under Dennis Erickson that I can't really complain with the penalties this season. Uh, Coming up this week, we see that the 49ers will be wearing their throwback uniforms with just plain old red and white, hopefully the gold pants, uh, just in honor of I don't really know what. They typically do it once a season these days, maybe to increase jersey sales or something like that. I love the old jerseys, I love the new jerseys, so not really going to complain. Looking forward to the Sunday seeing it all. Uh, Steve Young is going to have his uh, Hall of Fame ring given to him at a game in November. Uh, it'll be a exciting ceremony, and he'll speak, I'm sure, and I can't wait to see that happen. But that leads me to the question of, what about Jerry Rice? Weren't we supposed to retire him this season? Didn't, didn't we have, like, three games where we had at least one player um, opening on our roster that we could have brought Rice in? done the deal, done the retirement ceremony. Couldn't we have done that already? Uh, Right now, I don't know what's happening with Jerry Rice, and uh, I know he's doing a reality television show coming up, which is going to be pretty exciting and fun to watch because it's Jerry Rice, but uh, I'm surprised that the team hasn't retired him yet and that so much attention has been on Steve Young and so little, very little, on Jerry Rice. So I found that pretty surprising. Um, that's about it for the 49er news this week. I'm happy to report that we're coming in at just a little bit under 15 minutes. So just want to thank you all for listening again. Looking forward to continuing my podcast for all of you. Hope you all like the new tweaks to the show. And I look forward to all of your comments. Brian at 49ersparadise.com. Feel free to inquire about advertisements or just ask questions that you want to hear addressed on air. And yeah, that's about it. Thank you and take care. But the days of the 49ers had only just begun.